Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. You're on with Mario Lopez. What's up, y'all? With Mario Courtney Lopez joining me now on Zoom, my go-to guy for great skin, Dr. Daniel Campos. Welcome to the show. How are you? Great, Mario. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for taking the time. Um, listen, today we're going to be talking about non-invasive cosmetic procedures. What makes them so popular among people like Kim Kardashian or Olivia Coleman? And soon to be Courtney Lopez. <laughs> Okay, well, I think the most popular thing of this procedure, besides that, um, obviously, they are less expensive than a surgery, is the recovery time. You have virtually no downtime. And nowadays, everybody wants to get back to work, get back to their routine. And that makes this type of procedures uh, unique and very, um, you know, uh, desired by celebrities. What's the difference between a non-surgical facelift and a surgical facelift? Well, a surgical facelift, like the name said, involves uh, obviously going under the knife, going under anesthesia, a lot of recovery time, bruising, swelling, all that that we know that surgeries do. This is a combination of different procedures that are minimally invasive, like, for example, the lifting threads or um, sutures. There are sutures that we can go through a needle hole into areas of the face, the neck, even the body, and lift it without having to do an incision. And also it, they're combined with fillers, certain type of fillers, and obviously a Botox that we all know that smooth out the wrinkles. And that combination makes a non-surgical facelift. Now, I, I'm kind of hiding off camera. I'm right here. See my hand? Because I, <laughs> I, I actually need a neck lift. Oh, I've no, been, you don't. I've been talking. You, why don't you let the doctor? He's <laughs> well, cool, honey. I just... Come just... Why don't you get on my mic? Come here. Come sit with me. Come sit right here. Come over here. Just okay. sit over here. Sit over here. Oh, no, you don't. No, you, exactly. You, we did a photo shoot yesterday, and I had turned my head, and I oh, actually have been quiet. telling him that, and I have... No, I, I'm serious. Um, can you explain to me what the threading process is? Is it a one-time thing? What is the downtime? And correct me if I'm wrong, but is it like you're sewing, and you tighten correct. something up, and you're sewing? How is face? there no yeah. downtime from that? There is none because we go into a space where there is only fat on this under the skin and we go right through it and the inflammation, you get some swelling, very minimal swelling. And I always tell patients, if you're going to have a party tomorrow, don't get it done today because right. you might get some bruising, we might get some swelling, but definitely it's, it's so minimally invasive that uh, virtually it's done. I do it. I count my time and I do a whole face in four minutes. Four? Putting anesthesia in. Four minutes, four. Putting anesthesia in takes longer than doing the actual procedure. So it's once you go to someone that is used to doing this, uh, it can be done very quickly. And it, it lasts about a year and a half to two years. And you can repeat it. I have it. I'm 48. I had it done twice already. I'm due for my next one already. But um, it's great because I did it on a Friday. On Monday, I was working like nothing happened. 
Uh, where are you located? I'll be there in about <laughs> 10 minutes since it only takes four no, minutes. I'm in, I'm in Miami and you're oh. more than welcome to come, but you don't need anything. You're young and beautiful. You don't need anything. That's oh, what I'm, I'm very conservative. That- yeah, you're so sweet. Thank you. But I'll, I want to talk about fillers too, because, um, uh, you know, there's different kinds of fillers, different, um, I cannot have anything underneath my eyes because my body just doesn't take it in. It just kind of mm-hmm. creates like bumps Balloons, and lumps. So, yeah. yeah. So what what is your favorite filler? What do you usually suggest for and, people? And before you answer that, for those who may not be familiar, how do they work exactly, doctor? Okay. Well, fillers are uh, substances that are approved by the FDA. And the most popular one is a hyaluronic acid. And hyaluronic acid is, is a normal part of our skin. So we have it naturally. So we also produce it in a lab and we can inject it under the skin to replace volume, especially soft tissue. We use it a lot for lips, like you mentioned, under the eyes. Um, it's a very good uh, material. But nowadays, I like to use another type of procedure that is calcium hydroxyapatite, which is also approved by the FDA and is considered a liquid implant. And what's the benefit of this? that we can restructure areas of the face. We can go directly to the bone and we can inject a tiny bit of that filler. And that also has the potential of stimulating collagen, Mm -hmm. which hyaluronic acid doesn't. Hyaluronic acid, we put it in, it looks great, but then the body absorbs it and it's gone. Now with this, it lasts up to two years and the collagen even improves the appearance of your skin. And is that part of the smoothing Yes, actually, no, that's actually part of the volumizing. Got we it. want to add volume as we age. Um, it is part of the aging process. We start losing volume on our, on the face, on the the body too, and that is for to replace that volume. For the smoothing, we use botulinum toxin or like we normally know it as Botox, and that's the part of that we smooth out the wrinkles. Now. I need it all. I need it all. I know there is no anesthesia for the non-surgical facelift, but is there any preparation involved prior? Yes. Yes. Actually, I always tell my patients, avoid aspirin, avoid Mm -hmm. ibuprofen or Advil. And I always put them on Arnica. Arnica pills Uh are great Mm -hmm. because not only they're going to help with the bruising, but also with the, with the swelling and the pain. And, and that's pretty much it. I, I always tell patients, you need to look at this like when you go to the dentist that you know they're going to a little bit of needle involved. You're going to get some anesthesia and you're going to have you feel a little tight. But then when you leave that, the swelling goes down and that's it. You go back to normal. Last question, doctor. What are the risks involved with this procedure? Well, this is this all are medical procedures. And sometimes we talk about non-surgical people assume this is something that can be done anywhere. This should be done at a doctor's office. Why? Because if we put a needle through the skin, we're breaking a barrier. That's a protective barrier of the body. And we can have infection. We can have some bleeding. We can have complications that even if the person that is doing the procedure doesn't do it right, the risk can be catastrophic. Let's say with a filler. If a filler go into the the bloodstream, it can end up in the back of the eye and the person can go blind permanently. Oh my gosh. So it's important that sometimes I see on social media, people inject them like, oh my God, that's not a safe area. So always ask who, what's experience, uh, what's the downtime and what are the potential complications when you're getting a procedure done? I will never go to a Botox party. No, oh, no, no. Let me tell you, I always tell people, 
if a professional that respects himself would never do anything at a house. Even my friends come to my office and we do in the office. Even myself, I don't even do it in my house because a a potential complication is anywhere. So if something happened at a doctor's office, we can fix it. We can make sure we do what we can do Mm -hmm. to contain that problem. But at home, you don't have anything. So never do a Botox party. Never have anybody say, oh, I have so-and-so that will go to your house. No, that's a big red flag. That is such a professional and such great advice. Don't anyone advertising on Facebook to come to my garage. I'd steer clear. (laughs) And I lied. Actually, one last question. Just quickly, what is the difference in price between a surgical facelift and a non-surgical? Oh, it's 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 a big difference. Uh, usually, when we combine filler, the threads, and the Botox, is it can run about three thousand dollars, thirty five hundred. Uh, but when we talk about a surgical procedure, it we're talking about twenty five, thirty thousand mm. dollars if you go to a someone with good experience. But we have to be uh, fair here. Um, this lasts about a year and a half to two years. A surgical procedure. Uh, last up to 10 years. Mm-hmm. So that is something that the person who wants to get it done needs to weigh the pros and cons and I'll definitely decide if, if it, they want surgery or not. That's that's about it. And it might be something that you never, it, you know, it's going to, it's kind of like a haircut. You know, it's going to somewhat subside. Yeah. And not really, really, um, Great, useful information, doctor. I appreciate your time. Listen, you can follow the doctor on Instagram at Dr. Campos. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you. Thank you. Pleasure. Thank you. Nos vemos. Bye-bye. Gracias. Bye. On with Mario Lopez. 